Uh, welcome back to the Valerian Voice. Um, as always, you have your host, Amanda, Laura, and Christina. And tonight we are going to be talking about um, honor and what that means in the world of Westeros and how um, that plays um, a large role with a lot of different characters throughout and kind of comparing um, the role honor plays in some characters' lives and maybe doesn't really play that much of a part in other characters' lives. Spoilers ahead? Are there spoilers? Yes. <laughs> there are always spoilers. That's true. I guess if you haven't, you know, watched in a while, be prepared to be spoiled. Okay, um, so what we wanted to start out with first was kind of just going over what honor is. Um, so obviously honor is like having a good public esteem, um, having good integrity, um, and kind of being seen as a really respect, or like being a highly respected person. Um, and especially in A Song of Ice and Fire, um, honor is equated a lot with maintaining someone's vows. So kind of once you say you're going to do something, you follow through with that um, and kind of doing what would be seen as like the right thing to do, essentially. So You don't see that too often in the show. No. <laughs> doesn't happen a lot, with, especially with some characters, you know, it's their storylines. They don't really follow through that much, you know. One of the main few characters or group of characters that Honor plays a large um, role in uh, is with the Starks, especially the male Starks. Um, and specifically, a lot of them, it's interesting because a lot of the main male Starks, their deaths really kind of come, like, from their Honor or, like, as a, like, consequence of their Honor, which is kind of sad, but, you know, that's the world of Westeros. It's the way things are. Um, so, obviously with Ned, we get throughout, he's seen as kind of, like, the most... He's kind of a meme of honor now. Yeah. Like, it's kind yeah. of the big joke. Like, the most honorable character died in the first season. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, and it's, like, always, especially in regards to, like, jo to John, like, everyone's like, oh, it's so we like, that's so out of character for Ned, because he's so honorable, so I can't believe he would, like, have an affair, mm -hmm. and all the stuff, which, you know... Now we know. Well, I mean, he died to keep his honor, practically. Well, I mean, like, yeah, he did lie at the very end, but he did that only to, only at the behest of everyone else. But, like, he he died defending his honor. And he also, I mean, in a way, he also, because, I mean, he gets arrested because he's trying to find out the truth about yeah. the children. So, in a way, he's also kind he's of... He's not playing the He's game. trying to defend He's trying to define the honor of, of Robert, of his friend. Yeah, yeah, of the yeah. Baratheon line, and find the true heirs and all this stuff. And, Which, I mean, and like, try to keep up John Aaron's death, so, like, a, or, like, a, like, revenge on Aaron's yeah. death, too, in a way. Which, who, I mean, John Aaron raised him. He was yeah. his ward, and so he kind of sees him as a father figure as well. Yeah. So, in a, so it's, like, honoring that father figure again. Yeah, it's like, he couldn't have died for nothing. Yeah, yeah exactly. But Ned's so stupid. Because mm -hmm. he, like, he's, he's honorable so, to a fault because he's... self sacrifice Exactly. Constantly. Yeah. It's like, how many people told you... I, I recently rewatched the first season and watching him as he's, like, hunting down the bastards of yeah. um, mm -hmm. uh, Robert and, like, Mr... <clears throat> oh, what's his name? Pycelle. Pycelle is, like... Don't go down that road. Mm -hmm. Everybody keeps warning him. Little finger, him. Little finger tells don't him trust me. And Jor like, well, like Jory, um, I think that was his name. His like, oh, right hand man Jory probably oh, yeah. um, says, 
you know, maybe we shouldn't publicly be out on the streets looking yeah. for yeah. the bastards just like John Aaron was and then he died. And sure fucking thing. He yeah. dies. Yeah. It's, I was so irritated. This, not second or third, it's like my fifth time to watch the first season, but rewatching it this time from that angle of like, mm-hmm. Ned, why are you such a dunce in a way? Yeah. Like, yeah. you're so... He's kind of the goody two shoes that just gets himself in trouble. Like, just, yeah. just stop. Be a little selfish and think, I don't want to die. But I mean, I think that's also why he had to die in a yeah. sense. Because, yeah. I mean, the world of what, like, you yeah. in the Game of Thrones, you either win or you, like, you die. Even when you win, you're probably still going to die. Um, so he's just like, he's not as, like, scheming and, like, cutthroat as everyone else is. So it's like, obviously. He wasn't going to last long in the game. He's not scheming at all because yeah. in his in his world, in order to have honor, you don't scheme because every, like all of your cards are laid out, mm-hmm. and that's how you're able to prove that you have integrity and mm-hmm. respect mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Is that you're not hiding anything from people? Well, that makes it really difficult when you're playing the Game of Thrones. Yeah, but in a way, the whole, the whole thing is you want to hide who you are. Mm-hmm. But in a way, doing. his whole like his whole. I mean, everyone in Westeros knows that Ned Stark has a bastard. It's all a lie! Yeah. Like, I mean, but we, I, we all know this was another self-sacrificing yeah. thing to protect his sister or whatever, but it's like, this noble uh, facade. facade is kind of bullshit, no, too. No, like, but, you know, but, you but think it's about the most it, honorable act. And he kept that too. vow. Yeah. And he kept, like, he... he Did he? Did but he? I think, and I think <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Yes. I mean, it's also interesting, though, because you think about it, like, reading... I mean, yes, it was, like, a plot point that was going to be like, whoa, surprise, John is, like, Rhaegar's son. But it's interesting, because, like, even when you get his point of view in the books, he doesn't talk... Like, he does not, like, reveal his, like, that mm-hmm. lie to yeah, the reader, which is interesting. Yeah. Because he's just like, I have to keep the promise. Like, that's all he really talks about. Well, but you also have to think, we're getting his perspective in third person, not in first person. Mm-hmm. And so we're still not... Um, we're still not, like, thinking yeah. and hearing every single thing that he is. Mm-hmm. And because of that, like, he could still be thinking it. He's just not, it's just not out there in the book because mm-hmm. it is still in third person mm-hmm. with the occasional yeah. internal dialogue. I think he's just so weird to me, too, because even, I know we're about to, like, talk about the other Stark, and maybe this is a good transition into it. You could edit that out. <laughs> um, but, like, even compared... Because, I mean, Rob is honorable, but he's not as, on- like, he's not as he's honorable He's self-serving. That's what I was about yeah. to yeah. say. Whereas Ned is self-sacrificing, honorable. Yes. Yeah. Both John and Rob are self-serving honorable. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll do the honorable thing when it works for my means. But Rob... I'll be honorable until I have to marry the girl I don't want to. But he also fuck up all the. But that also wasn't like because when he marries, I mean, in the show it's Talisa, and the books it's Jane Westerling. But he marries like they talk about like he marries her because he feels guilty because they had sex, and then he's like, I have to marry her to protect her honor. So it's like kind of an honorable thing, but But he was he already knew exactly that he was gonna have to marry that girl before he had sex with Whatchamadoodle. (laughs) Keep it in your pants. Yep. I mean you are a teenage boy, I'll give you that. But like in this world where I mean you're raised by Ned Stark. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Be a big boy, keep it in your pants, and you're gonna get a huge ally and be able to cross the rivers 
marry the girl. Oh, and turns out she's pretty. Get mm. over it. <laughs> Jon Snow. Now, I don't think I, I don't think that he is as like self-serving no. as Rob is. I think he's much more self-sacrificing because he like went to, I think I don't he's it's all about his ideals of honor. Whereas Ned mm. is like this is what honor is. Society has defined honor with mm. the fault like what everything's we discussed. So I'm going to follow that to a T. Mm-hmm. Except for this big secret that I did not sleep with someone whatever. We all know mm-hmm. that. Rob is like mm, bend it and break it whatever. Mm. I think Jon Snow as well. Like it's not it's his own idea of what's honorable, which is kind of yeah. like human. Yeah. He has a conscience that he, like, speaks to instead mm-hmm. of, like, okay, for example, Jon Snow's because it's a good, de- like, morally good thing to do to save the wildlings. Mm-hmm. He does the, like, but I would in the modern that is, sense, honorable. I would mm-hmm. say that that fits with the established society's uh, society's established definition. Of I would honor. say if it was any other group of people in Westeros, <clears throat> it would be. But because it's the wildlings, and they're seen as the outsiders, and they're different, because uh, they're, they're seen not really as human. Yeah, they're they're like these wild people that like live out in the so woods. So maybe and, like, we could cannibals. say he has like the modern interpretation. That's what I was about to say. He's like society. a modern person. In yeah. This. Which is like, you cannot, we've been recently talking about this, you can't apply, over and over again I'm running into this, you cannot apply like archetypes of medieval fantasy fiction to Game mm-hmm. of Thrones, to A Song of Ice and yeah. Fire. Like even the noble knight, Ned was kind of that, but none of the other men that we're about to talk about in this honor discussion mm-hmm. fit fit the typical archetype of that within yeah. fantasy fiction. Only other uh, is Brienne. Yeah, a, fe- yeah. a female. The yeah. only one we get it from is Brienne, which is badass. Way to go, George R. R. Martin. But it's just like yeah. it's hard to approach this world of Westeros with a background knowledge of what is <clears throat> else represented in fantasy fiction. Yeah. Um, which is how Jon Snow is so weird. Yeah. It's like he's like a 2016 person's mindset of something honorable. Yeah. I'm going to do the morally good thing. But that doesn't exist in what you think of medieval society. Mm -hmm. You know, what fantasy medieval, like, this world is. Whereas. And if you think about, like, if you take, like. Down the list. Never mind. It's going to go into Jamie. uh, If you, like, take. And if you take figures from, like, other fantasy stuff that are, like, oh, they're the good. Like, I was thinking of this earlier today. Like, um, Aragorn, Lord of the Rings. Like, he would not survive. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I don't know. He's such a badass. That's true. Okay, maybe like fighting wise, he'd but like, go hide a strider somewhere. But in terms of like, but he would be. I think he would get. I don't know. He just like he would not survive well in this world. So it's like, but you could. I think there's other books. He in had this. a secret identity. We're getting too deep. <laughs> strider would be just fine. <laughs> but you know, like, because I think there's other like epics and things like that, like medieval fantasies where you could kind of interchange the characters and they would like Yeah. Well like, well, like Arthur. Yeah. Like the Arthur even oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. the modern sense of Arthur, like in the movies and sh- yeah. he didn't Or like know. Robin Hood. Yeah. yeah. No, none of these no. knights of European lore would yeah. work in this world. No. And like he structures the world so that it's comfortable in in, in our reader's mm-hmm. mindset. Like, I, I get this world. It's medieval. Yeah. And, and then, then he just turns, turns it on. And it's like, nope. Yeah. Yeah. Ned Stark is dead. 
first yeah. book. Yeah. What? Yeah. He's the main character. He's gonna save everybody. No, he did. Which yeah. is what's awesome about a song of ice and fire, and also devastating. So did they kill yeah. the wolf? That's not cool. Yeah, yeah they can. If they could just stop killing the dire wolves, I'd be really happy yeah, about that. Anyway, anyway, back. Um, what what we were getting to earlier? Both John and Rob, like Ned, died because of attempts at honor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it it was their destruction. Luckily, mm-hmm. John rebounded, but um, he's like, "Fuck honor, fuck my oath to the my watch has ended." Because technically, it has. He's also like, "Screw you guys for killing, like letting, yeah. for killing mm-hmm. me, and then mm-hmm. letting me die." Like. Mm-hmm. It's like all the Stark men, not all, Rob, John, and Ned have to have, like, the uh, the Stark realization <laughs> that nobody else is operating on the same understandings of yeah. honor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And John's so, the only one who comes to the realization of that and then acts upon it. And but he not only does fully. That, he only does fully. that after he dies. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. not. But even after then, not fully. You took you killing me, yeah. but now I realize it. Well, he just got to come back. The other two didn't. Yeah. Okay, but not completely fully, because then when Ramsey has Rickon, because John is like, you know, like he's still like, oh, I'm an honorable person, like I can save my brother kind of thing. And he just like, Ramsey just like mm-hmm. plays them into the trap. And again yeah. at the end, okay, uh, end of what we've seen recently. I'm sorry, but in any realistic situation, John is still, John of all the characters in the book is the hero. He's just so like, he's the only thing, and it, it's nitty gritty, it's dirty, but it's mm-hmm. the only thing left we have of like noble. Um, <clears throat> in my end. I mean, yes. Okay, of what we're talking about right now. <laughs> oh, okay. um, of the of these men. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of the male sphere. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not fight the patriarchy. Um, <laughs> he. So Rams. He has Ramsey at the end. He's like mm-hmm. beating him up. He's so noble and good. He looks up at Sansa and he's like, "No, this is her kill," which is awesome. Yeah. It was great to see, but nope. In reality, yeah. it, it, everything that had happened, like testosterone, would take over, and he just bashes brains in. I'm sorry, but he's so good. But he's John. But he's John Snow. Snow. He's, he's like, cool, guys. Sansa, <laughs> I'm gonna let you take this, and she's like, "I'm gonna feed him to the dogs." <laughs> it's but, like, yeah. I mean, it, like, yes. that's how he needed to die. Yes. 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 The poor Stark boys. We were talking about the Stark boys, and you were saying, and whatever, and you were saying at first that, like, most of the honor is with the men, but uh, Catelyn is, like, hardcore honorable. That's, like, her defining, I mean, it's, uh, what is it, like, family Family duty duty honor honor. are her words. And so honor is a really big thing for her. That's true. And she's, like... I mean, she is. She is the. But the she's female. more realistic. Than but she's the, the Stark boy. She's the female yeah. counterpart to Ned. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You're given these two adult figures. You open up this book in this world, and it's like, oh, we're gonna follow the Stark family with oh, their leaders. Oh, they're so nice. It's so and perfect. Married. Oh, Ned they're, and gonna, they're gonna they're make so everything. Happy. Yeah, it's gonna they're be gonna fine. make everything okay. Mm-hmm. No, they're she, like the only good parents in the whole yeah. thing. I feel like she comes to her realization though with the whole honor thing. Way earlier, and it's, oh, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's when, when John Aaron dies. When John Aaron dies, she gets she's the letter, letter from, from Liza, but then especially when Bran gets attacked, yeah, mm. she's like, 
Fuck the system. Because they're, yeah, because. I'm out to protect my family. And which, yes. that is her honor. Is yes. her, to her children, yeah. her immediate yeah. family, which is just a mother. And, okay. but, but you think about it, like, that led to her destruction, too. Exactly. Her following her honor, because yeah. she let Jamie go, etc. Mm-hmm. And yep. she's back and has no honor. Mm-hmm. And she's crazy. She's mm-hmm. lost it. Yeah. But then you also have Rickon. I mean, we could talk about... Bran is just my favorite. He's <laughs> just totally... Uh, you can't even relate him because he's a god within this universe. I mean, he I think at not, this point... No, no, no. But when I, whenever... He, before all of that, I would say that he... Bran was, before falling... I would was say, a little shit. Yeah, I would say he didn't really have... I mean, he was really young. Yeah. No, so, you know what happened? His mom was like, hey, don't climb the towers anymore. And he's like... <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I'm going to climb the tower. Because he's oh, a nine-year-old boy. Yeah, and then... Yeah, yeah, but I mean, who cares about honor at that age? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, like, every child that age is selfish. Mm-hmm. And so, really, that's just kind of... Mm-hmm. Like par for the course with that, yeah. Um, and same can be said of Rickon too. It's yeah, like Rickon. We didn't get to. He's know. really a non-entity yeah. in the entire. But book. I, I think it. We should talk about like I think he was. Um, I think Rickon's whole existence, at least in the show, well, besides first season, like when mm-hmm. you're introduced to the family, I think he wasn't completely brought back just as a pawn to oh, use yeah, against yeah. John. Oh yeah, and so it was Ramsey toying. With John and the the known Stark family yeah. with their sense of honor, yeah, yeah. he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I mean, him. even then, with John's with John's um like sense of honor and everything, like it's he's so predictable because yeah. because of his yep. nature. And, and so, Sansa was like, "Don't fall for that trap. Yeah, he's gonna oh, play you into now. it. She now. Like well, I know just him. like Catelyn was with Ron. Yeah. yeah. So, Stupid. Yeah. She was yeah. like, mm, maybe you shouldn't people. marry this girl because it's going to end bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always listen to the ladies. The ladies Especially know. your mothers. <laughs> <laughs> so if we want to transition out of the Starks, because you can get like sucked into talking about Honor and Starks for like two hours. Um, another character that I like to think about with um, Honor, because he's not presented to us in person. Mm-hmm. It's always... Referencing the past is about Rhaegar Targaryen. Oh, love him. He's so great. So dreamy. Um, so melancholy. So melancholy. Just like Just his like little his son. son. <laughs> He's like the character that had honor, like, enforced upon him. Like, mm. so Rhaegar, everything that we've been told about Rhaegar's character from, like, Barristan and from um, books... And, you know, the great songs of old or whatever mm-hmm. about Rhaegar. It's like, he was such an individualistic character. Mm-hmm. And everything that he was passionate about a lot in life. So, this individualistic... <laughs> <laughs> he was just such a unique... And he had his own passions in life that went against mm-hmm. the typical um, responsibilities of a firstborn son yeah. of a king. Um, but at a certain... There was a turning point for him, obviously, where he was probably forced into, like, following the rules, mm-hmm. and he was gonna be the good son and, like, take up the throne, and then he gave up honor for love. Mm-hmm. For Leon. Just like Rob. Just, just saying, like just Rob. Like Rob. 
And guess what? It was his doom as well. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting, okay, because there's still, like, the whole, like, we know that John is Lyanna and Rhaegar's son now. But some people still are like, well, I don't know if, like, they were actually in love, or mm-hmm. if Rhaegar, like, actually kidnapped her and raped her. But I was looking up stuff today and previously, and the only, like, perspective we get where it's said that Rhaegar kidnapped her specifically is from Robert. And also, in show, this is all from the show, so there's no book backing this up, but seen last season in the crypts at Winterfell with Sansa and Littlefinger, Mm -hmm. they're at Lyanna's tomb tomb or whatever talking, and it's just a face, but it has a thousand words behind it. She's talking about the event, and he took her and raped her or whatever, and he's like, did he? That's exactly Did he? what it is. And Littlefinger knows shit. Yeah. He's got his own little whispers around the world. Well, he and, knows shit. And this was in his sphere because he was obsessed with Catelyn, and yeah. so he would know. He would yeah. know. They loved each other so much, and I think that they were married, so that makes Jon Snow not a bastard, <laughs> which is just so fucking poetic. And you know. You know George R. R. Martin. He can't handle his Jon Snow shit either. He's like, yes. Make, <laughs> make Jon Snow's life so much better by the end of this. And then he dies. I mean, no. yes. I would not be surprised, but he's going to raise him up. He's the true heir. He's not a bastard. His parents were in love. I'm like... Everybody else who has all he's these gonna die here. like right before he could find out. Oh, it's no. so true. No, he won't ever know. That's gonna no. be the sad, the yeah. bittersweet bullshit. But we, the reader, will know the truth of Jon Snow. Oh, so good. Another really interesting character, Jamie, mm-hmm. because bless his heart, like Jamie's like Darth Vader. He did something really bad to the public, but it was actually. Yeah. He's a good guy yeah. underneath all the mechanicalness. And I think, minus the Cersei stuff, that's kind of creepy. But to him, okay, in the world where Targaryens who have ruled yeah, yeah, have been yeah. sleeping with their siblings forever, and to him, he's like, we love each other. I, I give yeah, Jamie no, credit on that. Cause yeah, because yeah. she's the one who really doesn't really care yeah. as much. Yeah. Yeah, he really yeah. loves her. He it's loves true. her. Yeah. And guess what? He saw her blow up that place, and, and he's, he's like, like oh, mm. shit, I have to yank a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he is! Y'all saw that face? He's yep. like, Thursday, <laughs> what have you done? And she's like, duh, 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 duh. <laughs> burn it all. Crazy. Oh anyway, so Jamie, I feel like his whole, I feel like Jamie has been aspiring to, like, the golden noble knight thing his entire life. Yeah. In fact, going against his father's wishes to be a knight. Yeah. Like, to him, he well, was probably... Well, but that was all Cersei's idea. Yeah, that was. Because Cersei was like, be become around. a knight yeah. of the Night Star, and then you don't have to marry this lady you don't want to marry. But he took it so years. seriously. Like, when he yes. became with them... That's true. He's really respected his vows with that. Yeah, and yeah. when he became... Because whenever... Whatever, um, commander of the, the King's yeah. Guard, I mean... The chapters in the book when he's like look when he's in yes. the office yeah. or whatever you want yeah. to call it and he's very like history and he's like yeah. I have to follow the rules I have to make a name for myself and when like, Cersei, he takes his honor as a knight 
very serious. And he's really sad that he's going to be known as yeah. the Slayer. And Cersei tries he, to make him the yeah. hand of the king at one point, and he, like, flat out refuses mm-hmm. yeah. because he's like, no, <coughs> I am in the king's guard. I took this vow. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, you did break your vows, but before, when you killed Eris. But also, you, like, well, saved and, all of But he broke he his also vows. Did he break his vows? Did he break his vows? Cersei. By having children? Yeah, by having sex. And children. See, but in, okay, so I tried to look up the Kingsguard vows earlier, and it's, the only thing I could find was that it said they were, like, based on the vows of the Night's Watch, but I couldn't find any specific, like, other than, like, you cannot be an heir. And you can I think your father no children is in there. I think it's more that you cannot have, so, Jamie, for example, he leaves the Lannister mm-hmm. family. If he, if Jamie has a known, recognized child, that becomes the heir of the Lannister no, but or whatever. They, but they reference all the time in the books over how you're not even, like, you're supposed to be celibate as the mm. king's guard. But I think it has to do more with Give also... Jamie some credit, okay? I'm just saying, you're saying he was that's also the only like, thing he did. I'm just saying that's not true. But he's, but he's like, But no. he's been loyal to her, so you know. And he was like, others. what? He's like the youngest knight in forever? Yeah. Okay, that's like a teenage guy. Yeah. Sleeping with his sister for who knows how long. Mm-hmm. Go, and, yeah, just her. Yeah. I, I'd her. say I don't agree. I think the rules are stupid. But also... Everyone breaks them, but... If you're saying that's the only no, because I, I think with the king's guard, but like, that, like his rule... vow to protect the king, yeah, because that's what given the whole a thing vow don't... to defend someone, yeah. he keeps that, yeah. And his like the whole children thing, I think too is like, so you always put your king first, where it's like yes. if you're in a room and it's like your king and your child, like yeah. you're gonna be more likely to with like if you don't have children. But yeah. also, it's like yes, like. You know, Joffrey and Tommen and, like, Marcella are his children, but he also doesn't have, really, that connection with mm-hmm. them. It's very true. And so, because even, like, the only time we really see it is, like, when he tells Marcella that he is mm-hmm. her father and then she dies. So and it's that's like, only, he doesn't even have... That's only in the show. Yeah, it's only and in the he show. Kinda, and he says in the book that he's just like, I'm kind of glad that Joffrey died. I thought yeah, he was an like, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, we all agree. And he, like, calls Tommen a pussy, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, well, and Cersei's like, here, bond with your kid. And, and he's, he's like, like no, no, they're not my kid. Yeah. No, they're not my kids. And I think, honestly, his, like, allegiance in this really weird, twisted way, his allegiance to um, Cersei might be, like, a twin bond thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That became sexual because, you know, gross. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, because it's like, his allegiance to her is not, like, a wife. It yeah. is, mm-hmm. like my other person which the yeah. only existence of that in the known universe comes in twins yeah like because they shared the womb <clears throat> jamie bless his heart like ned was known as the honorable guy yeah. jamie's known as the dishonorable yeah. guy but really he's the one that's kept honor for protecting the realm yeah yeah he's done that well he but, did his act but his job what he took his vow for which is what defines honor is protecting the king not the realm not the people, mm-hmm. no one else, just the king and the king's family. That's so, it. But what happens if they blow them all up? Well, there goes the line of the king. Mm-hmm. So if you're protecting the throne. Uh, but you're not. You're protecting the king, not the throne. I mean, but it's not mm-hmm. like Otherwise a bodyguard. Is it a bodyguard? Yeah. Yeah. Like that was, It's yeah. the king's guard. It's essentially a bodyguard. Mm. He did a great, wonderful thing. He saved them all, and they'll, he'll never know. He's Batman. 
Yeah. He's Batman. Batman. He's Darth Vader and Batman. <laughs> I mean, they are similar. They both wear black. Yeah. Yep. They Where's both have a cape. Where's his cape? They got some they gadget buttons. They both have a belt. <laughs> they have a belt. They both have weird breathing, voicing. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I am your father. Same, right? <laughs> and Jamie, he's, he's, um, what's that called? Uh, I read about it in college. Um, the... <laughs> Fuck-a-doodle. The Campbellian, um, like, archetype of the hero is mm. Jamie. Jamie mm. is built up as um, a good figure. He's the noble knight. He protects the king. He falls. Mm. He becomes dishonorable. And his true storyline is him gaining back mm. internal honor, yeah. nobility, or whatever, redemption. But it's, like, of his soul, more of mm-hmm. him yeah. in the eyes. And that's what's happening, at least for sure, in the show mm-hmm. um, to his character. Like, being in connection with Brienne, because Brienne is truly, we're, we're talking about guys today, mostly, but Brienne is truly honorable. She's the most, like, mm-hmm. she is the knight archetype, yeah. I, archetype of this universe. Mm-hmm. So Brienne influences, I know, that's, that's what I'm doing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Brienne influences Jamie. And Jamie starts to be nobly good and to mm-hmm. look at the world from a morally good point of view. And that leads us to the very last episode that we saw where he sees the mm-hmm. person that he's most committed to in his entire life. Mm-hmm. And he's looking at her with doubt because she's mm-hmm. doing morally evil things. And um, she, she's burning the city in wildfire like yeah. so yeah. ironically like yeah. compared and to the man he killed. Exactly. And because after he kills Eris, there's like... He, like, it talks about how he went, there was, like, three pyromancers who, like, it was, like, four people, like, yeah, basically five me. people knew about mm-hmm. the, like, wildfire. Jamie, the king, and the three pyromancers. And he hunted down the pyromancers to make sure mm-hmm. no one knew yeah. about it. So, like, he was protecting the city mm-hmm. for the future. And mm-hmm. then Cersei just, like, Abuses did it anyway. It. Yeah. Crazy. And it's just so, like, two sides of a coin. Mm-hmm. The twins. Like, how, like, how could you have Jamie, who would want to protect it so much, and then Cersei, the minute, the instant she knows of its existence, she uses for her own purposes. hmm But, speaking of Brienne, as we just said, she's, like, the most honorable mm-hmm. character in the book after Ned's gone. Mm-hmm. Which is really, like, it's really outlandish in this entire universe. Like, people do not know what to think of her. Not only yeah. is she mm-hmm. a woman mm-hmm. dressed as a knight... Um, and acting like a man, but she's also, like, honorable to a fault. Mm-hmm. And I think that all of those things that are just so bizarre are why George R. R. Martin made her look freakish. Mm-hmm. Is because she is a freak in yeah. this world. Yeah. Yeah. There's no one else who fits this bill, who actually is the archetype mm-hmm. of a knight. And, and so it's, so in order to actually have that archetype and that person not die in the first episode or chapter... Uh, they had to make her into essentially a freak because she is both physically and internally a freak of this world. Mm-hmm. 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 He likes his freaks because he's done it with Tyrion too. Yeah, yeah. Tyrion. Yeah. <laughs> Would you freak. say that? I don't, I didn't think about like when I was earlier, like thinking about the characters earlier. But would you say that Tyrion is honorable? I know, I was thinking about that. Like, I don't know if I would. No. Like, he's a good character. But I think he also... Because he is the dwarf. He's not there to defend. Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. 
he is there to advise. Yeah. Like, that is his character's job, if you want. Yeah. Like, yeah. throughout, he's giving advice. And, like, he fails, like, comically mm-hmm. when he's put into to battle mm-hmm. or... Um, I mean, he never succeeds when he's asked to defend himself, even. Yeah. He has to have a um, trial by combat, and he has to have a fighter on behalf of him. Or then when he goes to court, I mean, the verdict was not in his favor. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of a joke that Martin plays on his character a lot. Yeah. That's true. And he's only now finding, like great like self-redemption I think where he Mm -hmm. views himself positively and and it's the role of the hand and previously too with Joffrey I mean you had a shitty king but the best hand in the whole series so far has been Tyrion yeah yeah and so that's where he like thrives and he's not no he's not defending I don't think he like has enough love or adoration for like the realm or the king Mm. to be the knight. Yeah. You know. No. I kind of see him as essentially like, let's just try to clean up as much of this mess Mm -hmm. as possible. Yeah. And try, like, essentially, like, let's get by. Let's Mm -hmm. not try to, like, to to change change oceans or anything like that. It's like, let's just try to make it ten years without, like, a massive war. Yeah. I think he's more like, because I think with a lot of the characters that we would consider to be very honorable... They have kind. They have like an idealistic view of the world, mm-hmm. as we've kind of yeah. talked about. Mm-hmm. Or I think Tyrion is more of a realist. Because like, yeah. he's the door. Because, yeah, because he knows. And same with Brienne, because yeah. she's the the yeah. woman in this man's role. Because he's the dwarf in this man's world. Jon Snow, because he's a bastard mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. man's world. Martin likes his freaks. He likes to get these, like, downtrodden, out-of-their-element characters that are really the most relatable. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they see the world so much mm -hmm. more clearly and realistically because they're constantly forced to face it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, I just thought of Jamie, too. Like, book one, Jamie is not relatable. No. It's like, who is this golden-locked, like, asshole asshole figure he gets his hand chopped off. Yeah, and he, then he starts becoming... He can't fight anymore. He's a freak yeah. to... He has no use. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, that guy has a soul in there. I know him. I, I've had those internal conflicts and stuff. Mm-hmm. It makes him more human. It, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And like with... I mean, we kind of talked about this, but like Ned, he has that ideal view of the world. And so in his mind... Like, I don't even think he like, even thinks that Baelish would turn on, like, that Peter would turn on him. And, like, yeah. you know? And but, so no, like, but, like, but then you have the Baelish characters, too, and Baelish is not relatable. Yeah. No. And Varys is not relatable. No. You have these characters that are on the other end of the spectrum, kind of, like, completely self-serving. But it's yeah. like, yeah. that's not, that's not real either. Well, that, but, but Varys, I don't think he, I would not consider I him think he's realm-serving. Yeah. Varys is just a... I think he's Rome. out there. Yeah. I think he's... But, like, why? Especially Varys. Because it's, like, a whole other topic. We should just talk about Varys one night. But, like, you're from the East. Yeah, like, why? Why do you... What is your motivation? Like, why are you... Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, he's he's from the East, right? Valyria? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But, like, what drives him to continue? And, like, I mean, he wholeheartedly supports whatever king is on the throne. 
knowing that they're bad. To their face. To their face. Yeah, but it's like, why do you play the game? Because he's good at it. Yeah, Because he likes it. Mm Because, I mean, because that's why, like, Tyrion and Baelish play the game. But, like, yeah. But Baelish has goals. Yeah. Yeah. What is... Everything. Yeah. What Tyrion is... just likes playing. Yeah, he's yeah. just like, man, this is, you know, this is what I was made for. But I for. also think Tyrion is like, let's stop having idiots on the throne. Is yeah. It's one of his yeah. goals. Like, he's... stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what is Varys' goal? We don't know. I think we should save that for another episode. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we'll have an answer to that, but... Uh... And on that note, I think we can wrap up our talk on honor because it has just like opened so many cans of worms. But I mean, obviously, there's other characters we didn't go into that can be which. Really, this is like an open-ended conversation of really just comparing like what we know of honor and the archetype to like the noble knight and what and the characters we're given in this world. Uh, Because we're given lots of knights, if you want to call it that, and people who have oaths and people who are protecting others' honor and stuff like that. But nobody is the same in that role. Mm -hmm. And that's what's so fascinating about this world, I guess. Yeah, it's really complex. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And you can analyze it over and over again. And that's just what we think about a few of the characters, the the leader, you know, the main guys we focus on as we read this story. So let us know what you think and look forward. Look forward to our next episode 